Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sagebrush Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick McNabb, here to bring you the most up-to-date news from the Nevada Sagebrush website. As always, don't forget to read the articles on the website to give the writers the credit that they're due, as well as in case I missed anything. With that being said, I'm your host, Patrick McNabb. Welcome to the Sagebrush Spotlight. With the 93rd session of the Associated Students of the University of Nevada quickly approaching, the Empower Nevada campaign run by two individuals is hoping to empower students to be their own leaders. Boris Carpio Guerrera and Hannah Alquiza, presidential and vice presidential candidate, are running with each other for the 2023 and 2024 academic year. Both of these candidates are already involved with ASUN with Carpio Guerrera as the director of campus wellness and Alquiza as the assistant director for marketing and interns. Quote, I was a little shy Asian girl who didn't feel empowered enough to speak out and speak up. I want to be the voice that Boris was to me in terms of empowering students to make them feel like they have a voice to do anything that they want to do, explained Alkiza on what the Empower Nevada campaign meant to her. On the other hand, Carpio Guerrera didn't need anyone to help him feel empowered, as he has been visiting the campus of UNR every year since the sixth grade. Quote, I felt like this was actually home so that when I came here, I didn't feel discouraged. I already felt empowered by all the resources that were available and all of the programs that helped me find my voice, my leadership skills, and all that good stuff. Carpio Guerrera hopes that the campaign will help students discover the university's opportunities and resources to use them at their fullest potential. Another aspect of Empower Nevada is to help uplift the voices of underrepresented students. Quote, we underrepresented identities can make the change and we don't have to abide by others' norms or like other stuff that has already been done. We can make a difference. ASUN elections start on March 15th at 8 a.m. to March 16th at 5 p.m. on PacLife, where students can vote for presidential, vice presidential, and senatorial candidates, as well as ballot questions. This story was written by Nevada Sagebrush News Editor Lizzie Ramirez. The Associated Students of the University of Nevada went to the Nevada Legislature on February 20th, 2023 to lobby for student rights and to introduce bills they are writing with legislators' help. This is the first time that students are advocating and communicating with legislators for bills to be written and passed. ASUN is working on two bills, one to target sexual misconduct on campus. During the 2021 section, a similar bill, SB 347, came up for the same topic, but there were gaps in the implementation. The new bill is to ensure that the provisions in SB 347 are enforceable. Another problem that the earlier bill has was that the NSHE institutions were supposed to conduct a climate survey to understand how bad sexual misconduct is on college campuses. Quote, on an anecdotal level, college students know that it's an issue, but policymakers often need data to support that, explained Amanda Vaskov, the Director of Government Affairs. Her goal is to fund the survey this year, as last year it was not funded or mandated, so it was not completed by any NSHE institutions. The second bill that ASUN is working towards focuses on establishing a regulatory structure for private student loan lenders and affirmative borrowers' rights. During their presentation to legislators, Vaskov revealed that 6,700 students took out more than $81 million in student loan disbursements in 2021 to 2022. Quote, this is why we have to resort to taking out loans. You graduate from high school, you're an 18-year-old kid, and also have to understand a lot of financial technical things that you've never had maybe thought about before. It's scary, said Vaskov. This bill ensures that students aren't falling victim to predatory practices with loan disbursements. In the 2021 session, it was Bill SB 382, and it was the Borrower's Bill of Rights. It didn't make it out of the assembly by one vote. 
The legislative session lasts for 120 days. It started on February 6th, and Vaskov isn't expecting both bills to be seen until a month from now. It is estimated that we won't know if the bills are successful until May. This story was written by Nevada Sagebrush News Editor Lizzie Ramirez. With the conclusion of the news section, we're going to be taking a short break to catch our breath and reflect on the news. I'm your host, Patrick McNabb. You're listening to the Sagebrush Spotlight. Nevada Wolfpack women's basketball team suffered another tough loss to the Wyoming Cowgirls on Thursday, February 23rd, making this their 18th loss of the season. The Wolfpack kept it tight in the first quarter, scoring 17 points to Wyoming's 19. Nevada shot 7-16 from the field in the first quarter as Wyoming shot 43% from the floor. Lexi Givens was one of the leading scorers for Nevada in the first quarter, including a sunk three-pointer with 14 seconds left. Nevada left the first quarter with 19 points. The second quarter, however, was taken over by Wyoming. The Wolfpack only shot 20% from the floor and 0 for 3 from the three-point line. The second half was much nicer to Nevada. Shooting 8 to 15, this was their best of the night. Audrey Roden, a Nevada guard, went on to score 6 points in the third quarter. Despite this, Wyoming's offense stayed hot with a 69% shot rate in the third quarter. The Wolfpack finished the game strong, minimizing the lead that Wyoming had from 24 points to 18 points. The game ended 66-81 to Wyoming. This story was written by Nevada Sagebrush volunteer sports reporter Dominic Gutierrez. Moving on to arts and entertainment, for a department who is still struggling to get by after key staff departures, the Department of Theater and Dance's performance of Cabaret comes as a straddling choice of flagship production. The department has been without the use of lights or microphones for some time now due to the retirement of Mike Fernbach. However, the production of Cabaret found a unique way to fix this problem. At the beginning of the show, Redfield Studio Theater goes pitch black and the performers place and operate lights pulled from household sources. The confined space also works to the performer's advantage, with performers regularly involving viewers. However, the musical itself takes a dark turn. Following an American writer through his stay in Berlin, the musical sinks the viewer slowly into a climate of rising fascism. The musical takes place in 1929, when the Nazis began to win over hearts of the people of Germany in a racist and dangerous rise to power. Opening number Wilkeman sees a charismatic MC, played by Lucas Moore, bring the energy of 1929 Berlin to the stage. Then, the protagonists are introduced in Sally Bowles and Clifford Bradshaw, played by Jasmine Johnson and Nick Farrow. Sally is a strapped-for-cash dancer at the Kit Kat Club, the setting of the musical. Quote, Sally embodies the willful, uninvolved disinterest in politics that the musical expertly indicates, says Peregrine Hart, Nevada Sagebrush Arts and Entertainment editor. It wasn't until the end of Act 1 that fascism started the show through in the song Tomorrow Belongs to Me. Quote, despite personal moral ambiguity handled deftly by the cast and crew, Cabaret lands its warnings loud and clear. This is the dire cost of political indifference. This article was written by Nevada Sagebrush Arts and Entertainment Editor Peregrine Hart. And that's going to bring this episode of the Sagebrush Spotlight Podcast to a close. Don't forget to follow Nevada Sagebrush on Instagram and Twitter at Nevada Sagebrush, as well as following me on Instagram at Patrick.McNab and Twitter at PatrickMcNab underscore. The next episode of the Sagebrush Spotlight will be out next Friday, March 10th. This week's Song of the Week is... Techno Show by Peach Pit. I've been your host, Patrick McNab. Thanks for listening to the Sagebrush Spotlight. See ya.